You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. Hey everyone, Jaya Jaya Myra here. Welcome to another episode of the Practical Wellness Podcast. So today I am extremely honored to have Buddhist nun and worldwide meditation and philosophy teacher here with me. And she goes by Chun Zong. It is such a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here and to have this time to share some great stuff. What is it that made you interested in Buddhism to begin with and then eventually to become a Buddhist nun? Uh Um, Yeah, I come from a large uh, Italian-Ukrainian family, uh, uh, Roman Catholic. (laughs) So, uh, but grown up very much, you know, in a, a spiritual religious background. So always having that interest in me searching and searching for yeah. different ways to understand what I was experiencing in church or something like that from the things my mom would teach. And just my search throughout the years journeying and this so much amazing scripture and, and commentaries on the teachings that when you're searching for knowledge, it's there in Buddhism. Mm-hmm. It has such a strong lineage and history yes, of thinkers. Does. Of thinkers. So I, when I came across the teachings, they just made sense for me and helped my life a lot. So there was no reason to not dive in a little bit more and uh, become an ordained nun to dedicate my life to that studying of knowledge and then using that to help in the community. And that's how I began uh, at the same time, pretty much when I became ordained that I started the uh, nonprofit Limitless Health Institute. Okay. So bringing that philosophy to uh, the community in that way was amazing. So tell me a little bit more about Limitless Health Institute and and what this nonprofit does for the community. Limitless Health Institute, we began as a group of um, health professionals that wanted to give access to amazing health education as well as um, uh, therapeutic services. So we came together to create an organization where we provided all the services for free, mainly came, coming from the background of social workers and nurses and creative arts therapists, which I am a dance movement psychotherapist. Okay. <laughs> and so bringing the creative arts into the healing process is something very dear to my, my heart. So we created this organization where um, we have programs that use the creative arts to achieve your health and wellness. And the main, uh, then as time went on, studying Buddhism more and more in depth and doing many, many retreats where I was able to contemplate these kind of teachings, um, I began to create programs that incorporates the philosophy from 2000 years ago into today 
programs that you and I can enjoy and also learn mm -hmm. something that makes our life better and makes us better people so we could help others better. Oh, absolutely. And philosophy is help people help people. So it's like uh, we help people to help others because in order for my well-being to be at its best, I must help you with your well-being. I completely agree with that. <laughs> that. That's like a tenant of my well method, like expect excellence in yourself and enable it in others. Like you have to be at your best to help make other people at their best. And we have to be giving back to society. That That is just the way that health and wellness and balance and everything works. And you're also based here in New York City, correct? Uh, yes, yeah. I, I haven't uh, had very many other New Yorkers on the podcast, so that also makes oh. it uh, extra exciting for me. You know, uh, New York is a wonderful place to be a highly spiritual person. And you know, when I tell people this, they're like, what do you mean? It's all business and hustle and bustle. And I'm like, it's like, no, you don't get it. It's like, this is the place where we need this deep rooting in spirituality and philosophy and wellness, like more than most people. So I, I love living here. I feel like a, that this is a great, great way to give back. Just like to, to be there's a in lot the of opportunity, a lot of opportunity. Absolutely. A lot of opportunity. Absolutely. And in the city, we, we also have, um, hmm, like through this, uh, very trying time in 2020, <laughs> Yeah, our organization actually uh, tripled, you know, uh, because of the services that we provide that were uh, uh, mental health, especially <laughs> during yes. 2020 was um, uh, high on the list of what we all needed. <laughs> Even, oh, absolutely. Uh, it, many, many people who didn't know they would need it ever as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so New York, it, going through what we went through at such a time uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And not having a lot of information, we were able to go quickly on the ground and help people to just try to work through what are you going through at this time? And how can we prepare now for what's gonna happen next? And we have this great meditation series that helps people to focus on what they are experiencing now, but to turn that into the action that they can take next. Like, what do I want to happen? We can see now what we want to happen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we can see what we don't, by, by deduction, we can see what we don't want anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. So what is your best bit of advice for people who want to cultivate a meditation or a mindfulness routine, but are currently struggling? I, I mean, that that's like the number one thing you hear from people, right? It's like, I yeah. want to meditate. I want to get better, but it's so difficult. I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be, but I want to hear from you. What is your top bit of advice for people who want to cultivate a better mindfulness or meditation routine? Well, if you think about it, when you want to create a meditation routine, you're talking about maybe, oh, let's say anywhere from five minutes to an hour a day or something, right? You're already thinking of this time of your day that you have yeah. to allocate towards that. And the funny thing about meditation and the ability to really concentrate and to go deep in your meditation, what it really requires is not necessarily allocating that time for meditation, but it's the time in between meditation. Yes. And what am I doing in between meditation? How often do I disturb your mind 
And therefore, when I try to meditate, my mind will be disturbed. How often do I try to bring you some peace, some calm? Or how often will I allow you to uh, uh, think your thoughts as you talk to me? You know, like you're, you're thinking and talking. So when I go into meditation, if I can support others in these ways, then when I go into meditation, I'm going to be able to think certain thoughts. I'm going to be able to have some more peace in my mind and it won't be so disturbed by other things. Now then we can, if I'm also giving you time to do what you need to do, then I'm gonna have that hour for my meditation practice. So it's the in-between sessions that we actually focus on in our training of what can I do in between to set myself up for a good meditation practice. Otherwise, it's gonna be impossible. You'll sit on Very the cushion, true. you'll be thinking of what you have to do all day. You'll be yeah. thinking of, you know, and, and of our thoughts never stop. There's no stopping the thoughts. No, we just wanna be able to direct them in a good way, in a, a purposeful way, in a helpful way to others and myself. Mm -hmm. And that's a very uh, good point to make because a lot of people think that to be an effective meditator, you're getting rid of thought. It's like, no, that, that's not exactly what it is. They're oh. always there, but you're just focusing on something other than them at the moment, which is a, yeah, such a unique skill in and of itself. <laughs> I've done many long retreats. I've even done a three-year silent meditation retreat. Oh, wow. And there's, a, there's kind of a joke for, for us who do, you know, know about doing retreats. It's like you you, can, you know, of course, you're not seeing people, you're not doing your usual activities, and but there's like a war zone in your mind. You can't stop the thoughts. You're thinking of something that happened 10 years ago because you don't even have the present people to distract, you know, to mm -hmm. be thinking about. So the thoughts that you pull up when there's silence, <laughs> it tells you yeah. how much is in our minds that we just don't even know about until we think it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's such great advice too, that you're guiding people on what to do when they're not meditating. That is the first time I've ever heard that. I think that is excellent, excellent advice for people. Um, so thank you so much for being a guest today on the podcast. I really want you guys to go and check out Chunzom and her work. You can learn more at LimitlessHealthInstitute.org if you're in New York City. Maybe even you'll get the opportunity to go and work with her in person. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you and have a good day. You've been listening to another episode of the Practical Wellness Podcast. Make sure to download, share with your friends and family, and have a great day.